things are too expensive now. Like, not certain things are too expensive. Things, general things in the world are too expensive. I understand that inflation is happening at a crazy rate, but I can't help but feel that just, like, general things have, like, risen at a crazy rate that, like, does not reflect how valuable they are to us. I have no one to blame except influencers. Because I think that we we live in a, like, economic society now where we talk about products so much, like, material items are the core of a lot of conversations on social media and off social media in real life, too. And I can't help but think that the rise of, like, an influencer-based, like, economic model where, like, brands market by way of giving their products to certain people in the hopes that those people will inspire their audiences to get those things, that those influencers have a direct correlation to, like, inflation being crazy and specifically in, like, certain categories of items, the price of things have just changed so, so, so much ordinarily these are like sorts of shopping categories where it's not like there's only one major brand that's like taking things over like there's not a monopoly or a oligopoly is that the term it's it's not just like only a few brands that like have cornered the market in these things like let's think about um like makeup products or something or like makeup skincare clothes you know workout gear like anything like that that's like definitely more a want than a need those are the sorts of industries where there are like a bajillion brands. Skincare brands, for example, there are like a dime a dozen. You can walk into a store and find like 8 million face washes and they all do the exact same thing. And ordinarily, when you have an industry that has so many brands, you would think that in order to compete and like be popular, at least some of them would be competing on who can be the most affordable. Some of them are obviously going to go for like the elite or having more specialized ingredients, or, you know, being cleaner for your skin. I don't know, whatever. There are a lot of, like, angles that somebody could use for that. But some of them should definitely be going based on affordability, and I feel like barely anything is anymore. You can get some face products from, like, the drugstore that are pretty affordable, but, like, if you want anything that is any specialty brand, specialty ingredient, like, anything outside of, like, lotion for your face, you're paying a million dollars for it. And none of them are trying to get cheaper. People keep buying it, and that's why they're able to continue raising prices and not needing to compete, because somehow we've shifted from, like, you need a few things to, like, you need everything. And I understand, like, this shift has been coming for a long time in fashion, where it's like, okay, you don't need a few outfits, you need, like, new clothes all the time, you need to always be ordering clothes, blah, 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 blah. But that makes sense because at least you can, like, wear different clothes. Like, I mean, I don't think we need as many clothes as we have, but it's, like, at least that's a thing that you could wear different clothes every day, like, get some use out of. But it's, like, what are you going to do with, like, eight different shades of red lipstick? You can't possibly be wearing enough. And then you have other colors of lipstick, too. Like, you cannot possibly be using all of these things in a way that makes it worth it for you to have all of them. And especially, like, people will have different brands of the same color because the shade is slightly different or the consistency is slightly different or one of them's glossier one of them stays longer and it's like you just cannot possibly need or get anywhere out of all of these duplicates of the exact same product but influencers have convinced us that we need the same thing over and over and over 
I've really fallen down this rabbit hole recently because since being like actually an employed person with like a little bit of money to spare, I have tried to learn a little bit more about skincare and like take a little better care of my skin. And it is a nightmarish hellhole that you can never escape from. All of a sudden it's like, okay, maybe I just want a little higher quality face wash and a higher quality moisturizer than, you know, whatever I had that was just like some random thing. And all of a sudden there's like article and article and article on like every single like recent brand and testing them out and what their founder has to say and, and what the latest ingredient is and what that does. You need something with retinol and you need something with vitamin C and you need something with hyaluronic acid and you need something with green tea to counteract the hyaluronic acid and you need something with moon dust to make you glow and you need something with uh, tears of an endangered rhinoceros to get rid of your under eye bags. It's like once you get one product, you have to get another product to go with it or another product to help like temper the effects of the other one or to make it more effective or like they go to like, oh my God, it's so awful. If you eventually, like I did, give up and stop trying to read blog posts because you, like, don't actually understand what they're telling you to do, you can just, like, pick a brand. And even within a brand, they'll have, like, a million different items that all seem the same. Like, I picked this one skincare brand and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to try them and I'll get, like, one or two things from here. And now I can't figure out what I'm supposed to get because, like, looking at two different moisturizers and one of them says it's for poor diminishing... And one of them says it's for, like, hydration. And I was like, I don't get both. It's such a hellscape. And it really got to me because at first I was pretty good at, like, trying to block out all that noise and just, like, buy myself, like, one new product, see if I like it. If I don't like it, I'll order something else when I'm finished. When all of a sudden, like, all this TikTok stuff is in my brain and I was, like, freaking out because I was like, I don't have toner. I don't have... And you know what? I bought a freaking bottle of toner and I don't use it because I don't know for my face it's like some liquid and i have no idea what it does i haven't seen any effects from it now i have a bottle of toner and like now i'm worried because i'm like oh my god i saw that now people are using serums do i need a serum to brighten up my face and like oh my god like i can feel my brain rotting from it i'm like this is why everybody has like four different cleansers and like eight different blushes and it's like you just cannot possibly be using all of these things and that's why freaking companies keep raising the prices of things and they just go up and up and up because we keep buying it and it's like they don't even have to compete and be better than other brands because we're gonna buy one of every product from every brand we're just gonna sweep the whole aisle oh my god and it it makes me so mad This is Camelia. Please pick up the phone. Devoted listeners of the podcast may remember that several months ago, I told a story about an incident I had at a coffee shop where I was basically bullied into (laughs) buying a grinder for my coffee beans, where I tried to go and buy a bag of ground coffee from this local shop and... I was basically shamed so much by the barista that I went home and actually bought a coffee grinder. And I hate to say, but he was right. And and not only that, but I did end up actually buying a bag of beans from that coffee shop. And even after all they put me through with that guy, <laughs> like kind of screaming at me, 
damn if it wasn't the best freaking coffee I have ever had. It was so delicious. Um, it basically single-handedly turned me into a coffee snob, and it, it set the standard for me. So I knew I had to go back and buy another bag of beans from them. So I went recently, um, I walk into this coffee shop, I go to look at their bags of beans, and neither of them are the kind that I got. And the kind that I got is a specific wash of coffee. It's like a way that you wash coffee beans called geisha. I go up to the barista and I'm like, hey there. Uh, I noticed that none of your bags of beans are like the geisha variety. And I was just wondering like which of the ones that you have would be most similar to that. And she takes one look at me and immediately is like, well, what you're looking for is a geisha variety of bean, and neither of these beans are of the geisha washed variety, so um, neither of them are going to be similar, and the only thing that's going to be similar to a geisha is another geisha. And I just have to throw in here, like, I would dramatize the story for the sake of the podcast and humor, but like, this is not an exaggeration in the slightest. This is fully 100% how she said it to me. She went full intensity immediately, so upset with me. And I was like, I felt like a little bug on the floor. I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, then, do you have any of the geisha variety of like beans? And she was like, I was getting to that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry if I interrupted you. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay to be excited. So she's now fully done a 180 from, like, basically being like, you idiot, you don't know anything about coffee. And now she's like, mmm, just a poor little baby want her bag of beans. And at this point, I'm just like, I don't think this is, interaction is going to go well for me. And I'm just trying to abort. And she's still like, she's like, um, so what I was gonna say is that we get deliveries of the new bags of beans on Wednesday nights. So Thursday mornings are going to be the best time to come because it's the soonest you can get here after a Wednesday night. But you're here on a Wednesday morning. And so that's going to be the worst time because the shipments come in on Wednesday nights. And I'm like, I understand how days work are you explaining to me like a week what is this so i'm like okay and she's like but if you really can't wait until then if you just need your coffee right now we sell single serving amounts of geisha washed beans i was like i am okay thank you i think i will just go And I got outside and was like, what a bonkers, crazy experience that was. Like, sometimes you just have an interaction with someone and you're like, I I don't know. Like, that, her reaction was not at all proportional to how I was saying anything. Like, I swear, I was not being high energy. I did not sound urgent about it. Like, she acted like I crawled in there, just, like, on my hands and knees. Like, this is the thing that will save me from drowning. Please, if I don't get a bag of this specific kind of beads, I'll never make it. Instead of being like, 
hey there, I've bought your coffee in the past and really liked it, and I would just like to get another one if that's cool with you. Obviously, I did not successfully get a bag of beans that day. I just took my pride and walked out. But I also, like, this interaction combined with the coffee grinder guy, this was at the same coffee shop, and I have no choice but to wonder, like, are they purposefully hiring people that are bullies? Is that the point of this coffee shop? Are they looking for people in an interview? They're like, oh, how would you handle the situation with a customer? And they're looking for people who are like, I would tell them to fuck off and die. And they're like, you've got it. Sounds like you'll be a great fit. Or do we think that they're hiring normal people and slowly training them? They're like, someone asked for a cup of coffee. You let them know exactly what you think of their personal taste. You let them know if you think they're a dumb freaking idiot. Um, the customer is always right, does not apply here. Actually, the opposite. The customer is always wrong, doesn't matter what they ask for or in what tone, they are wrong 100% of the time. And you should feel free to just let them know that at all moments. Yeah, that's kind of honestly the conclusion that I had drawn about this coffee shop. But again, despite all of this, it's really good coffee. So I was like, I am going to try again. And they recently opened up another location. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try my hand at the other location and see if maybe I'll have better luck there. So I go to the other location. I'm, I walk in and I'm looking through the bags of beans. This time they do have these like geisha washed beans, but um, it's only a teeny tiny bag. Like picture something that's probably a quarter the size of like a normal bag of coffee beans. Um, so I'm like... Hey. Also, there's nothing more awkward than being the person in line who has to ask about something that no one else is asking about. Like, everyone else in line beside me is trying to order, like, a muffin or coffee or whatever, and I have to, like, have a whole conversation about beans, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. You all are going to hate me. I just, like, really have to do this. And I do genuinely have to do this at this point. Like, it is my quest. It is my destiny. Like, this is, this is now, like, a path that I can't step off of. Like, it's something I have to see through for the course of my life is getting this mother freaking bag of beans like at this point i'm just too determined and it's like you know what no matter how much it takes out of me like i have to see the suit at the end so i walk up and i'm like hi there you know i, I um know that you guys have this really like small bag of like the geisha varietal of coffee and um i was wondering if you maybe had a bigger size of it and this girl the cashier looks at me and she's like um, hold on, I'm gonna get my manager. And I'm like, oh no, I'm already causing a fuss. <laughs> oh dear. I'm like, I don't know what I could have asked. <laughs> and do you have a bigger bag of this? <laughs> Would be so, like, manager worthy. But the manager comes over and he goes, so I heard you're trying to buy a bulk amount of our geisha coffee. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, okay, of course. She called over the manager. She thought I wanted to, like, wholesale buy their coffee. So I'm like, uh, no, no, like, sorry about that. I, I just want to buy, like, a regular bag size of, like, this blend, if you have that. And he was like, oh, we actually don't have that you know, he was like, you, you must have very good taste, though, like, most people can't appreciate this unless they're, like, 
really, really um, into their coffee. You know, this is actually um, one of the top coffees. We had to go to Panama and bid on it in an auction for like the best of Panama's coffee. And we like won this exclusive rights to this. And now my ego's a little fired up, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a connoisseur of coffee. Look what's happened to me. I have good taste. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I guess that makes sense why you only have a limited supply. How much is, like, the small bag then? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, um, the price, like, changes a bit um, seasonally, like, with the markets and with, like, however the harvest has been. But um, this bag of coffee is going to be $77. $77? Dollars for what amounts to, I swear to God, four cups of coffee. Like, th- there could not have been more than four cups of coffee that you would have gotten out of this thing. That is, hold on, let me do math. You know what? I'm gonna just round up to 80. That's about $20 for one cup of coffee. I was like, how he said it with a straight face. Like, he literally was like, that bag, $77. $77 for that bag. And I was like, oh. Oh dear. And he was like, but I really like you, and you know, I can tell that you really like this coffee, so I would give it to you for half off. Yeah. $39 for coffee is still not even close to what I would ever spend on a bag of beans. So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna have to uh, get another bag of beans. Like, that's just not my budget, Um, but thanks. And he was like, oh, bummer. And I was like, who in their right mind? Like, I understand coffee is a really important part of people's routines. Like, I know that if you love something, you're gonna spend money on it if you have the money and that that's like, you know, you wanna buy yourself something that really matters to you. But nothing nothing i cannot imagine what would ever compel somebody to spend twenty dollars per one cup of coffee and then i was like okay i spent nowhere near that for a full-size bag of this kind of beans before so i'm like am i insane like did they ring me up for the wrong kind of beans or like did i just like how is it possible or did the markets change that much like how is it possible that i had a whole full bag of these beans like a regular price and now they are the price of like freaking gold bars so i guess like i basically ended my quest like i didn't get the kind of coffee that i'd planned on but i did get another bag of beans from that coffee shop and it was still fantastic so to be honest i have nothing to live for anymore because it was like the wildest adventure but i will have to go back eventually when i run out of this bag of beans so definitely stay tuned to see if they can manage to one-up themselves once again or if i will actually just be able to get coffee like a normal human being We're taking a break from this episode of Pick Up the Phone to thank our sponsor, Laryngitis. If you haven't already heard of them, Laryngitis is the number one brand in voice loss. They were nice enough to hook me up with their products, and let me tell you all, this company means business. This isn't your mother's old school loss of voice, no. With Laryngitis, you'll barely be able to get out a whisper. Laryngitis comes fully packaged with everything you'll need to use it right away. Coughing, raspiness, a dry throat, and batteries are included. 
Laryngitis is also a perfect gift for those pals in your life you wish would just shut up. It's scientifically proven to be effective even on loudmouths, gossips, and people who have podcasts. When it's time to say less, don't settle. Choose laryngitis. And thank you, laryngitis, for supporting this podcast. Last week, I lost my voice, which is why this episode is late, which hasn't happened to me in forever. I mean, sometimes it's like your voice goes hoarse at the end of the night, but it was like the first time in kind of a while where it's like full, like I could not speak, I was coughing, yada yada. And I needed to buy cough medicine, which I didn't have on hand because I don't normally need it. And one of the cool parts about being an adult in the 21st century is that you have to, like, super awkwardly, like, Google everything as though you're, like, a tiny baby toddler. And you have to turn to Google and be like, um, what kind of cough medicine is the best? Like, what should I buy? It turns out there's actually a bunch of different kinds of cough medicine. I'm literally, like, reading an article about, like, different kinds of cough syrup and what they do. And I come across the name Robitussin. And I'm like, wait, I know that from somewhere. I'm like, this is so funny. I never put this together that Robitussin is in a rap song. What is the song lyric that has Robitussin in it? So I looked it up and I found out that the line that I'm thinking of is from Drake and Future's song, Jumpman. Jumpman, 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 them boys up to something. Uh uh uh, I think I need some Robitussin. And I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that they just, like, dropped this cough syrup in the middle of, like, a random rap song. Obviously, cough syrup as a drug. Understand that that's a thing that people sing about. But, like, a specific brand, like, that's kind of weird and niche. Um, and then, as I look through the rest of the Google results links, I realize that apparently Robitussin is, like, such a common thing to be in songs. Like, I looked it up in, like, a lyric searcher, and there were 41 pages of song results that referenced specifically by name Robitussin. Not even just cough syrup, not codeine, not syrup, Robitussin. From the song Easy by The Game and Kanye is, um... Bullet wounds drenched in Hennessy and teaspoons of Robitussin. From Travis Scott's Can't Say. Oh, didn't I hate your cousin? No, no discussion. Sippin' on lean, no Robitussin. These are, like, popular songs. Does Big Pharma, like, does Big Robitussin have, like, some sort of insane marketing deal where they reference this? And it got me thinking, like, there are some words that are just, like, way overrepresented in music. Robitussin, I understand that, like, yes, it rhymes with, like, discussion. Like, I see what Travis Scott did there, but, like, that is a lot of times to reference a specific brand of cough syrup when you could have picked, like, listen, Robitussin, you could have picked Delsum, you could have picked, like, NyQuil, like, <laughs> like and, and for some reason this is, like, the thing to reference. So then it made me think of an article that I read years ago about how Grey Poupon is another specific brand name that is, like, way overrepresented in the hip-hop genre. And I think, like, both of these things, like Robitussin and Grey Poupon, maybe someone drops a song and references it in a song that's, like, really successful or, like, a line that's kind of, like, pretty iconic. And then you end up with, like, this one brand or item being kind of, like, a signifier of something 
larger, you know? Grape upon isn't like, oh, you really like mustard. It's like representative of like you being fancy and like living a high lifestyle where you could have like an expensive brand of Dijon. And Robitussin is like, well, Robitussin's just cough syrup. I started wondering, like, are there other words like this? And I looked it up, and sure enough, a publication called The Pudding did a whole, like, scientific statistical study to find out what the most and least hip-hop words are, which is insane and exactly the kind of shit I would do. Listen, I, like, read... I read a lot for this. And y'all know I have never done research, not one time, ever, for any of these bits. But I did for this one. Basically, the way that they're looking at this is, like, they're not just looking at words. So first, of course, they looked at words that were, like, the most common across um, hip-hop songs. But then they compared that to words that are most common across all songs. So they could find words that were specifically of way higher frequency in hip hop than other songs. So some words, like the word, um, the word love is like the example that they give. It's like love is a really common word in hip hop songs, but it's also a really common word in like most songs. Like that's just like a very common theme of all music. So they're looking for words that are referenced way, way more often in hip hop lyrics than they are in any other genre. And the list of words is insane. The number one most hip-hop word is chopper, which which I find very funny. But there's a lot of other ones in here that I feel like are not surprising, like snitch, which makes sense. Like, what other no indie folk song are you gonna say snitch? And it just kind of is interesting to see, like, uh, in country music, betrayal is, like, a huge deal. But it's, like, the way it's referenced is so different. Like, in snitch, it may be maybe way more common in a rap song how many country songs are about like a woman scorned and she's like you double crossed me and so it's like that's so interesting to see like how the same topic is covered genre by genre but the way that people speak about it is so different i also love that number 14 is the word rapper which i love because i feel like this is a thing that's very different for the hip-hop genre where people will regularly be rapping about how they're a great rapper or they'll rap about a list of other rappers they think are great, or they'll rap about rappers that they don't like. (laughs) But that's something that you don't really hear. Like, you don't really hear, like, the Rolling Stones getting on stage and, like, being like, I'm the biggest rock star, no one else is a rock star. Like, a few times someone will say that, but it's, like, not a common thing. Also, the number 31 most hip-hop word is the word Biggie, which definitely shows how important Biggie's influence on hip-hop is. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of words, like, a lot of them you would expect, um, squad, click, stripper, you know, flex, rack, that sort of deal. The only brand that actually made it on here is Nike. Oh, no, just kidding. Benz. Nike and Benz. Very interesting. So those are the two brands that I guess are somehow the most associated with hip hop. They also made a list of the least hip-hop words. And this is where it really gets good. You know, the most hip-hop words, according to, like, the way that they're studying this, are more just, like, things that are really referenced in hip-hop but not other genres. But it's, like, a lot of the subjects of, of rap songs are the same as subjects in any genres. You know, people write about... Mostly about love, but, like, a little bit about their life or, you know, their family or things that are happening with them or money like we know whatever we all kind of talk about the same stuff but 
the least hip-hop words are where it gets so funny. <laughs> like, the words that are least likely to be used in the genre. And the number one is sailed. <laughs> like, sailing as a concept is the least hip-hop thing. And, and it weirdly, like, really relates to the outdoors or, like, being in nature. The number one least hip-hop word, as we said, sailing. Number five, sea. Number nine, mountain. <laughs> And, like, this is the main theme. Grass, that's not hip-hop of you. And the other theme in the least hip-hop words is the way that feelings are expressed. Um, Like, emptiness, as well as broken heart and cried are all, like, some of the least hip-hop words. Which, again, is interesting because hip-hop music covers these sorts of topics. Heartbreak, feeling sad, feeling lonely not being able to trust anybody but the way that it's said like the language that is used from genre to genre is so different like no one's just ever like oh i'm crying it kind of makes me wish that there was somehow a way to do this for ourselves although i think first of all that would involve a lot of surveillance but also i don't know if i would want to see my answer but i would love to see like not just the words that i say the most but what words i say disproportionately way more than other people because like i want to know the language that makes up my vocabulary and i don't know it and i sure it will make me sound like a dumbass whatever words are so crucial to me but i want to see that you've reached the voicemail of camelia please hang up and dial again For listening to this episode of Pick Up the Phone, our show would not be possible without the support of our amazing team. Our executive producer is Camelia Pastor. Our audio editor is Camelia Pastor. Our graphic designer is Camelia Pastor. Our marketing team, Camelia and Pastor. Sales and analytics, Camelia Pastor. And of course, this season's intern is Camelia Pastor.